This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center. Family owned and operated. A no pressure laid back atmosphere and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I'm always high on the hogs, guys. <laughs> I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Tommy, Chuck, and Ty, you guys are the gold standards of sports talk radio. He bleeds to Arkansas. Know a lot of you have questions about injuries. Here's Coach Pittman on those. I expect every one of our guys back for the Auburn game, with the exception of Day-Day and Cat, who obviously are out for the season, and Toria Carter. I don't know if he's out for the season, but I expect everybody else to be back. So that is Coach kind of on what's going to happen next weekend. Tommy, sounding good for the secondary? Yeah, we, we've seen this before. I mean, we've heard this before. He He's felt this way before. And I think it gets closer to game day and guys aren't ready to go. And ultimately, we live in a world where the decision, the the, the, the buck stops with the player, not the coach. So sometimes guys got to just step up, maybe play through a little bit when they're, you know, what, what's the old NFL? You know, they, they talk about this in the NFL light. You got to play hurt but not injured. Sometimes you got to battle through some stuff and uh you know they've just they've just seen a little bit more of it this year than than before hopefully some guys are willing to come back and give you what they got because some of these guys at 80 or 90 percent are still better off you're better off with that than what you've got i know your favorite thing is the mid-season awards drew sanders named to another mid-season all-american oh, team wonderful the yeah. espn one yeah maybe we just make, we can just start making i think we could come in here tomorrow morning and just make up an award you know, just 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 put a bogus name on it that the uh, you know just the morning rush mid season uh, all American holders award. You know, we're gonna pick the best holders 
in the country. Reed Bauer. Up we're just there create an award. I mean, it, it, it just, it's just every day there's you're, something. You're like a this. marketing guy. You, you, you understand that the rationale and reasoning for them to do I, but this. Some of this probably is worth marketing, as I guess my point is, you know, everybody can come up with a list. Everybody can come up with an award. Everybody can come up with a poll. Uh, doesn't always make it, you know, doesn't always mean it has substance. I always just get a kick out of when coaches say that preseason, midseason, those type of awards don't matter to them, and yet they promote it all the time and not them individually, but it's promoted all the time on social media and recruiting. It does matter. It's just not the end all be all. It's kind of like when a guy says, you know, I don't care about that individual stuff. Sure you do. Yeah. It's just not as much as the team. I stuff. heard Hendon Hooker talking this morning. He, all, all of my goals are team related. Oh. You know, yeah, come on, dude. You, you tell me you don't care about worry, not worried at all, care at all about winning the high school. Of course you do. But that's what they've been coached into. Any, SID and any one of the communications would tell you that's the proper way to go about it. But I, my approach is I always hope as a company that we do well. I hope as a show we do well. But there are personal, selfish, not over the top, individual goals and aspects that I want to hit, as you do, as everyone listening to this program does right now. What is important for your boss or your employer is that those individual's goals don't supersede what you're trying to accomplish as a team. And in this case, the team sport. I think that most guys and gals that I know that compete in sports, they have stuff that they set out that they want to accomplish mm -hmm. individually. That's good. That's okay. Setting goals yeah. is great. No one grows up wanting to be on the midseason All-American whatever that no, we just talked wanna, about. Drew wants That's, to end up on that. Right. AP All-American exactly. list. By the he wants to be the first linebacker taken off the board. Those are the accomplishments that really matter and that hopefully he can achieve by season's end. That's going to do it for your hog update this morning. It is brought to you by Mr. Sparky. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Got some good news for y'all this morning. It is National Chicken and Waffles Day. When is the last time that you've had chicken and waffles? Been a little while. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not terribly hard to find, but I mean, it's just not. I mean, only certain places have chicken and waffles, but that that's a good combo. I don't know who came up with that years ago, but the salty and savory of the chicken with the sweetness of the syrup and the waffle, it's a good combination. Do you ever forego the syrup? And just do the chicken and waffle. No, I've done that before. Waffles got to have syrup. I wrap mine up and huh? eat it like, like, a, like a, a sandwich yeah. or whatever. That was something that I know in Atlanta. There's a famous place in Atlanta, Georgia that I've had that's not yeah. coming to mind. That this is what they are known for, and it is phenomenal. Yeah, there's a I've seen a show on. You know, Food Network or somewhere in Atlanta talking about what you're talking about. But no, I mean, chicken and waffles, sometimes when you just want something different for breakfast, chicken and waffles is a good way to go. I just don't think I can make fried chicken well enough or good enough, whatever the proper term is, for it to be worth it for me to go through all that trouble. Oh, sure you can. I mean, chicken tenders are not hard to fry up at all. I can do chicken tenders, but I'm scared about the... Well, no one has bone-in chicken with chicken and waffles. No one, no one gets a you know, a bone-in chicken leg or breast to, to go on their waffle. I mean, it's always chicken tenders. Well, I've, I've seen... I've seen Breast tenderloins. I've seen both. You know how you do, well, I've like, never seen the other. Go so. up top to... Go a little, little north of us in Tawny Town, Venetian Inn, and 
Mary, the late Mary Maestries, like they do the bone-in chicken. Well, yeah, but not with uh, waffles. I mean, they, you, you could get chicken I, and spaghetti. I've had both. I think it's better with tenders, like you're saying, but I'm just telling you I've had both. Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anyone serve bone-in chicken with waffles. There's nothing wrong with it because I always I prefer bone-in like bone chicken. chicken better. Well, I mean, why would you? I, I just I mean, the other's just convenient and handy. It's coming back from Branson. You can't help but stop in and marble. My wife wanted some chicken strips from marble because those are usually some of the best you can find and uh but in, and those would have went well on a waffle they could do well there with waffles and uh but it's got to be a thinner waffle if you're going to do what you say and wrap it all up what do you think is the best sec food town Ooh. baton rouge to me is almost untouchable that'd be hard because the cajun cuisine is 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 very good so let's take baton rouge out of it where do you go from there so Tuscaloosa doesn't doesn't do it and for me. I, mean, I haven't been to Athens. Not Bryant's. Dreamland. And, Dreamland. What's the other one? I can't think of it. Archibald's. Yeah. Uh, go down to Athens. That's uh, Atlanta. Do you include Atlanta being 45 mm -hmm. minutes away? Then, then nope. Athens is great. It's a heck of a college town. But I don't know. But I'm going to file. If you're going to do that, then you got to like include Memphis with Oxford. And that, you that's know. true. So That's true. I, I, I think that is there an SEC town you haven't been to that you well, there's want to go to really bad? But I, you, I've been to several of them that not for a game, but I've been in you know like Columbia, South Carolina. I've been to Columbia, but not for a game. So I don't think you get the full the full range of emotion there. We are planning a trip in either January or February to go on that. We'll say Ryan and Hot Springs call real quick. Go ahead, Ryan. Hey, well, I uh, I was trying to call in when y'all were talking about our our trio. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you got to put Ben and Tindy in that conversation too. He's up there. Is he back? Are you? Uh, are you uh, following? Uh, I can't remember if he's back for the Yankees or not. The, I have no idea. I was like, that was going. I was just going to pose that question if, if he was or not. I know he got traded there, and I hadn't heard anything after he got traded to them. Um, and I and I was going to agree with you that uh, Charles Barkley is definitely the, the most famous of the two. We've got we've got a whole generation that has never never seen either uh, the Big Hurt or uh, Bo Jackson play any sport. Good point. Um, uh, and we've got almost forty year olds that have never you know they didn't get to watch either one of those two plays. I'd love to have watched Bo Jackson live. The things he could do on a football field, on a baseball field, what I assume he could have done on a basketball court. I saw him in person in Kansas City play uh, several times. He was he was awesome throwing frozen ropes out there in the outfield. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB. MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online, where the game starts. First Western Bank, we are more than just a bank. We are your partner for all your financial services. First Western has real professionals with years of experience in banking, mortgage, insurance, and investments. From financial services to personal and business insurance to investment products, mortgages, and small business banking. 
First Western with locations throughout Northwest Arkansas and the River Valley and online at firstwestern.com. Exceptional financial services all in one place. First Western Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. Richard Davenport joins us now. RD, I was listening to Sam Pittman talk about recruiting a little bit yesterday, kind of what they do during the bye week. For our audience, kind of go through what that process looks like. Uh, well, the, the, uh, you usually on Thursdays, uh, part of the staff will uh, will spread out and uh, and uh, uh, go uh, visit uh, some schools and uh, attend some games and then the remainder of the staff on Friday will go out too and, and do the same. So, so basically a two day stretch, you're, you're, uh, you know, you're visiting schools, you're seeing prospects, uh, that are in the 2024 class, 2025 class. And also you're seeing uh, a lot of your commitments too. So, uh, and it, uh, let's, uh, you know, let's kids, uh, know, uh, you know, that they're a priority and that's a big deal for a lot of kids. They get pretty excited about, uh, uh, coaches coming to their school. No, the coaches can't interact with the kids, but they, they can still, you know, uh, see them and just can't verbally say anything. But, uh, that, that, that in, in itself is a, is a big deal for kids when they, they see a coach and, and especially see them on the sidelines for their games. Sam Pittman was talking about junior colleges a little bit to how much has that dynamic changed with the transfer portal and is, is there less recruiting JUCOs now with the Porter be, portal being so prevalent? Definitely, definitely. I mean, uh, obviously they offered a, a defensive lineman yesterday in junior college ranks that uh, started off at Texas A&M and now he's he's in the, uh, uh, in junior college. But uh, the, the amount of uh, kids in junior college and Junior college coaches will say it uh, that are being recruited by uh, schools like Arkansas and the other Power Fives has, has greatly diminished because of the portal. So uh, that you know, high school kids, kids that are kind of uh, right on the bubble of uh, maybe being major college prospects and guys in junior college, those are the two groups of people of kids that have been uh, greatly hurt by uh, by the portal. You touched on it there a minute ago, but what is the bigger priority right now, considering just how in flux things can get? Is it seeing the the twenty threes that are set to sign in you know two months, or is it getting out and trying to to be uh, visible in front of the twenty fours and twenty fives? What's what's the bigger priority for not just Arkansas but just staffs in general right now? Yeah, I, th- I think yeah, you you want to hold on to the twenty threes that you've got, and uh, obviously you got to still kind of uh, you know. I recruit them uh, to make sure that they're ready to sign in, fe- in uh, not in February, thinking a few years ago, but yeah. uh, in, in December. Uh, so, uh, and then obviously that you know, with Arkansas basically done with the high school ranks, and, and Coach Pittman did allude that there's a possibility they could add somebody, but uh, it, it may be one or two at the most. In the high school ranks uh, for the twenty-three class, but they could they could possibly be done uh, with with high school kids. Period, and uh, focus on the portal. But uh, with you basically being done with the high school kids in the uh, this year, you're focused on the twenty-fours and twenty-fives, and uh, 
and, and trying to get a head start uh, there. And, and they, they already have been able to do that with, uh, you know, so many of the guys that committed in the 23 class. Week eight of the high school football season is tomorrow night, and these games are starting to become really big for playoff seating and uh, the importance of what they mean in the conferences and for state playoffs. Any, anyone surprised you? Anyone kind of, you know, jumped onto the scene this year? Maybe they're down in that 24, 25 class. Anyone has stood out to you through the first seven weeks of high school football? Uh, that's a that's a good question. That is a good question. Uh, you know, pretty much the guys that were expected to play well have played well. And uh, I, I, I'm not sure if they're – and, of course, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I'm not sure if there's a guy that uh, just is kind of come out of the you know the woodwork and and uh, gotten on the scene you know as far as uh, with power fives and and division one schools, but uh, I think uh, most of the guys that were considered top prospects have performed very well. Uh, I know the 24s have uh, have not disappointed. Charleston Collins from Mills, uh, the defensive lineman, who's probably got about 20, close to 30 offers now. T.J. Lindsey from, from Bryant, the defensive lineman. Uh, Braylon Russell, who obviously recently decommitted from Arkansas. He, he's performed well for Benton, but uh, uh, no one off the top of my head that I can think of. What's going on with the Archer boys down at Greenwood? I, I know there's a lot of social media attention gets paid to them. I know they're a couple of years out, but this is when you start focusing in on kids. Uh, it's, and it's not just the, the younger brother, the quarterback, uh, uh, Kane, but it's also his, his year older brother, Cash, that's uh, kind of jumped onto the scene. What, what are you hearing you know, about that situation in South Sebastian County? I'm not going to lie to you. I really have. Uh, I, I, I know, obviously, I know who you're talking about, and I know that uh, Cash has uh, had a good season. Kane is uh, still waiting his turn a little bit, so to speak, uh, behind, a, behind a senior, but I uh, really haven't uh, dived into to, to, too much yet. But uh, definitely uh, uh, will be probably more so maybe uh, uh, after the season. Richard Davenport with us here on the Morning Rush. RD, Sam was also talking about guys he might convince to come back. He was asked about Jalen Catalan and some others. Who do you think is on that list that he said ranges from about six to eight dudes? You know, I, you know, Ricky Strongberg could come back, but, uh, you know, I, I, I tend to think that he'll probably, I mean, it's, you don't know. You don't, you just don't know. Uh, it all depends on his grade. Uh, and, but I, I tend to think he'll probably, probably go, but you know, you, you, you don't know. It just, it, it, it all depends on, the, on what feedback he gets from the NFL. Uh, so, uh, I think he's one, I think, uh, Zach Williams is another Zach never redshirted when he came out of high school. And I think you're just starting to see him, uh, play like he's capable of playing. And I think another year would, uh, do him well. And, uh, the, the, the other guys, I'm not going to lie to you, I, 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 I haven't, really haven't uh, looked at the list too much of, of, of potential guys, but the, the, I guess those are a couple of guys that, uh, off the top of my head that I, I can think of. I mean, Hazelwood, I don't, I don't think he's had the type of season that uh, would just jump off and, you know, make you think he's going to the NFL. But, uh, you know, you, you, don't, you don't know what, what's the thinking of, a, of, of uh, guys. But, uh, you know, I, I mean, anybody that jumps off to you, I mean. 
I, I, you mentioned kind of the the one that hasn't been talked about as much, Richard being Ricky Stromberg, because I knew he had that, if I remembered correctly, at the beginning of that season of eligibility. I tend to th- agree with you that he's probably going to jump out and go and test the NFL waters, and if he gets a good grade, we'll move on, but we'll have to wait and see. I do wonder, though, how much does this remaining five games that they have left on their schedule maybe impact these guys' decision when it comes to deciding to come back or not? Oh, absolutely. I think it's huge. I mean, how they perform down the uh, stretch is going to is going to impact uh, their grade. There's no doubt about it. They, they have a subpar uh, uh, rest of the season. Uh, that, that's going to hamper their uh, ability to maybe uh, get a good grade. So uh, I think that's big, and they, they, they understand that. And, and I don't think it's a, just the absolute focal point, but they understand that good play, you know, comes uh, comes and 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 their grade uh, increases. So uh, I think that that is huge. Got a basketball question for you, Ron Holland, who's a five star player. A lot of schools would love to have them him come play little ball. What's the latest you're hearing on Mr. Holland? You know, I, I've been fortunate to talk to him four times in person, and uh, talked to him uh, uh, on Sunday when he when he left. And this doesn't always indicate anything, but it, it could. Uh, a lot of times, when guys have great visits, they're very eager to to share and to talk about their experience. And and when I approached uh, Ron about uh, talking about his visit. He was very eager to talk. Now, again, that doesn't mean anything, you know, anything major. I went overall, but I, I noticed guys that when they're excited about their visits, and the, the, you know, maybe they've accomplished what they they wanted, they they set out to do, which he did. I think in talking to him when he came to Fayetteville, he, I think he he came away thinking. This is the type of atmosphere I could I could uh, get used to. He, he felt like it was a family type atmosphere. He, he felt the bond between the players and the coaches, the players themselves, and and I think it also helps to obviously have a, a former teammate Anthony Black on on uh, campus, and then uh, Jordan Walsh's bomb. If you've ever you know talked to her, she's just an absolute sweetheart, and. I, and uh, that picture of her along with Ron and his mom uh, floating around on social media. I think when you see a parent, uh, if, when a parent sees another parent just thrilled about uh, their kid's decision, I think that also helps, and you know, with the, with the parent and the kid. So I, I think uh, it couldn't have gone any better. And uh, whenever uh, Coach Musselman and his staff get a kid on campus for 24, 48 hours, uh, they're they're going to knock it out of the park. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. They, they they just know how to connect with kids and also you know, minimize the time that they have, maximize the time they have with the kids and the and the family, and and let them show what uh, you know Razorback basketball is all about. And I think they did an excellent job with uh, Ron. Richard, we saw two years ago Moses, Kareem, and Rona Moody were kind of the linchpins on getting those freshmen to campus. Who would you say is the family of this freshman class that has kind of helped, as you just mentioned, recruit some other guys that ended up having the second best class in the country? Well, I, I, I have no doubt that uh, Anthony Black's mom is uh, very, uh, very, uh, 
vocal and she she's willing to to uh give her opinion to parents and and obviously you know being from the dallas fort worth area and uh, her and along with uh, the walsh family i mean i think i think that resonates because they obviously know one another they know they they they've communicated in the past there's no doubt about it and it's it's a plus when you have uh, you know have families that are happy about their kids decisions and uh i think if you look at them and then and then i i, I wouldn't be surprised that uh uh nick smith senior is uh is uh, voiced his uh his thoughts about the situation so you you have a lot of uh a lot of high profile parents that can uh, share with you what what they think about the University of Arkansas, and, and I would tend to think, uh, based on what what I can mm-hmm. gather, it's going to be a very positive situation. Yeah. I think parents ask parents because they trust what another parent says. Yep. Same with former players communicating with potential and and prospective players. Richard, we'll leave it there this morning. Appreciate the football and basketball insight, and we'll talk next week prior to the Arkansas taking on Auburn. Sounds good. Take care, guys. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for the shot at winning $150,000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign up now with promo code HTL at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. NoHouseAdvantage.com, promo code HTL. You're listening to the Bud Light Next Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light Next is for the next era of beer drinkers with zero carbs and only 80 calories. Man, I really love Bob Holt. Hey, John. Uh, Bob Holt, Arkansas Democrat. I had a two-parter if that's okay. You mentioned Arkansas. Of course. Eric. Um, why do you always talk about Arkansas? But go ahead. Well, why do you always talk about Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> it was very cordial, very funny. Cal and so many other coaches know Bob and know him from working for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and now Whole Hog since 1981. But a little fun interaction at SEC Media Days yesterday, guys. Well, it, it's uh, there's always a little play when when Bob says, "I've got a two-parter," yeah. and it's probably really going to be about a four-parter. Yeah, um, you know he's he's going to make sure and get his licks in. You know, it's the there are days where I've been in a press conference and they handed the mic to, to Bob and he wouldn't he wouldn't let it go. <laughs> Never really. And you couldn't get it back from him. Yeah. And we were all just like, okay, what student's going to walk over there and take it from Bob? Just give Bob that's what, question. You know, that's what they've got is they've got you know student assistants in communications. It's like, uh, let's see if this guy has the guts to, or this young lady has the guts to go take the mic from Bob because that's what you got to do. You ain't giving it up. Well, I give Bob credit since I've 
listened to these press conferences and been doing it. Bob's never afraid to ask a coach after a loss a question. Some media members are scared to, and I get it. You don't want to get blown up on. Bob never is, and I'll give him credit for that. I heard this uh, from Mike McCarthy and then Jerry Jones as well. Dak is officially clear to play this weekend against the Detroit Lions. Four Mississippi State quarterback has not played since he got injured in week number one against the Bucks. Guys, Cowboys have only lost one game since in this past Sunday night against the Eagles. He's back. Uh, I mean, you know, he's your star quarterback. There's no controversy, uh, Clay, after the way Cooper rushed through the interceptions against the Eagles. You know, you got to get in a position where, in, uh, well, let's see, just right a little over a month on Thanksgiving Day, you can repay the Eagles at home because you're trying to win that division. Yeah, and you got the Giants that have, you know, yeah. kind of suddenly become a monster too. Well, five and one. So that that division is, uh, you know, you've got, you know, two games against the against the Eagles. Two get well, you know, another one anyway. Mm-hmm. You've got another game against the Giants. I mean, it, it's uh, it's not easy. And those teams, um, and they they limped as far as they could under the situation. But they, I mean, it's Dak's better. I mean, there's no, I, in my opinion, he's 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 the guy. As, as it was but said they earlier, still this, may not win. Someone said it earlier this week. The, the clock struck midnight. The slipper no longer fit, and, and Cooper, Cooper Rush turned into a pumpkin. That's pretty much what happened on on Monday night they, or they, Sunday night, rather. Like I said, they limped as far as they could with him. Yeah, Cinderella's story ended <laughs> in yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, and and he made him some money. I yeah. mean, they're going to oh, take yeah. care of him. I mean, that's that's the, and he's got. Uh, and who's to say that they don't put Prescott out there and he gets hurt in the first game? So I mean, it's you know a backup quarterback is has value in the NFL if he's if he's got experience and now they've got experience with him. Another news that broke recently, Netflix is making a documentary on the 2008 Florida Gators. It included Aaron Hernandez, Tim Tebow, Urban Meyer, Riley Cooper, some of the big names a part of that documentary. It's going to be a four-parter, four one-hour episodes. They're going to call it the Swamps of Florida. So how do you weave Hernandez into this story? How do you make him part of it, you know? Obviously, his story changed when he went to jail, and now he—I don't think he's going to be speaking on the record. So, uh, well, they—they they may, they may go talk to the guards in prison. They may. So, uh, um, that—that that, to me, that's the most interesting thing of, of that is how this guy became, you know, where he was at there, became a murderer, and obviously we know how his story ended in, in prison. So, that—that's the most compelling thing about anything you do on that team. That team was loaded. Harvin, I didn't mention Percy Harvin. Either, I mean that. I yes. loaded's probably the not the, the proper term to use. They were loaded. This, no, they were this state, but yeah, they had, that team was stacked. Use, use any meaning you want to, and it's correct. Yeah, unbelievable how good that team was in two thousand eight, and the yeah, team and he it played. was it was Thugville. I mean, they, it wasn't. You know, I don't know how many of them, you know the the rest of the guys. You know that they can weave into this, but they had some other thugs yeah. down there too. Yeah, Brandon Spikes. Trying to gouge out no Sean Marino's eyes in that Florida Georgia game. You remember <laughs> yeah, that? Yep. He literally he sure is tried. while uh, near the goal line trying to gouge out no Sean's eyes. I mean, it was I, I remember that and just seeing what are you doing, dude? But yeah, that's just uh that 08 team was something, but to say. Guys, another SEC story that's kind of making the waves this week. 
What do y'all make of the Jermaine Burden, the Alabama wide receiver? If you haven't seen this yet, I encourage you to watch and form your own opinion. Tennessee wins that game. Fans rush the field. He's basically tons of Tennessee fans riding by him. This gal allegedly has a phone. Looks like she says something to him. He kind of pushes the top of her head. Saban said they're going to handle this internally. As they should. I'm a, I have a, I think I might have a different take than some on this. So, um, the best I ever saw, Arkansas played at Mississippi State, Starkville. You know, it's not a full house in those days. It was uh, 99? No, 98. 98 you know, when Lauderette missed the kick down there. Yep. And some Mississippi State huh? fans ran out on the field. And some guy not jumped in front of Russ Red. Brown. Do you know the story, Tommy? No, I, I, but I know I was just referencing Lotteret missed the game because he had. Correct. That's the game Lotteret missed. Open container, right? I uh, in, in Dixon Street or whatever. Yeah. Um, missed the kick and cost you the championship game. Yep. Getting to it. And a Mississippi State fan ran up in front of Russ Brown and was taunting him, and he delivered a straight right punch. <laughs> right on his nose and splattered it and you know everybody's just running around and, and he just he just kind of jogged off the field uh they realized what he had done and they took him he did not take a shower he took his gear off and they put him in the you know there was always a trooper car there at the stadium i'm talking about an arkansas trooper and took him to the airport and put him on the plane because they thought for sure somebody's going to come in and arrest him. And nobody said a word. I mean, the guy got what was coming to him. Don't run up in front of a player in those celebrations. Leave him alone. So, Matt, is it different since it's a lady instead of a guy? What? I don't, I mean, I, I need he didn't to see punch the video. her. He no, he, it's literally, if you haven't watched the video, I mean... He just pushed her in the face. Yeah, kinda, right? it's literally on the top of the head. She runs up right next to him, has yeah. her video, or has her phone Sounds out. like she was taunting Looks him. like she says something, taunting There's him. There's no question. And he that, just basically pushes her, get out of my way, I'm going to the locker room. I, yeah. I, just yeah, think, I, I think that just handle it internally. Yeah, people Wait. are saying he should be suspended, he no. should no. be a charge no. with assault, and all no. this other crap, and I'm just like, no, come on. When, when you enter the playing field, playing court, when you enter the space where you don't belong, and I understand it was a celebration of beating Alabama. But when you enter that field, I think a lot of the rules go out the window to to a degree. There's a limit, but um, that to me does not sound like, based on the way no. you're describing it, um, I, you know, something that should rise. You want to be offended? Mind. You can be offended. Right. There's a there's there there's a lot of that going on in this world, and Twitter and everything else. And you know, it's but I. He'll be disciplined. Just, I'm sure they told Russ Brown, don't punch anybody anymore. And whether they discipline him or not, but I, you know, I've written that and I've talked to, to Russ about it, about it. And it's like, the guy said something and he says, I snapped. And he says, I mean, and, and I saw it and it was the damnedest punch you'll ever see. Mm. And, you know, but, but the guy, you know, Russ is running off the field, and he ran right up in his face. Now, why would you do that to an all-SEC offensive guard or whatever he was? I mean, Liquid he, you know, courage. Yeah, I don't know. But it's just like you're you're stupid. Well, you're asking for it. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what you're asking for is to get punched in the mouth. I'll tell you what's interesting. If you want to watch 
uh, at the end of a game, if there's a rush of people out there, and Tommy, I know you've seen this, but you watch those SEC referees, and some of these guys, you know, they're running in a dead sprint, and a dead sprint for them is different than a dead sprint for an athlete. But it's they faster for a referee. They 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 are they are hightailing it, and there'll be guys get flattened. They'll run right over them. Yeah. And there's usually three or four uh, state troopers that are kind of you know right with them as soon as the game's over, and they're knocking guys to the side. Yeah, we, and they're, people they're, don't realize how yeah, dangerous go, this don't is. Don't they go straight in a van? In football, they go in football at. At they don't War go Memorial. to a locker room. Well, yeah, they've changed in Fayetteville. They do War Memorial. They got in a van and left the facility. Basketball, obviously, they go back to their locker room. So uh, they have a locker room. Right. Yeah, in, in Fayetteville, they do as well. In, in Little Rock, they take you to you know. It was the the, the facility is so small there couldn't couldn't accommodate the crew. So God, um, so but you're correct. They'd go out a different tunnel and. And off they don't go, step in front of one of those guys when they're leaving the field. No, you'll get run over. Even in a normal game back in Little Rock, that's exact. You'll you'll watch them leave the opposite tunnel, and in a van they go. So, all right, that's your SEC updates. Brought to you by Ashley Air. Clay, do you have to turn your heat on last day or two? Yeah, it's fine. Do you, yep. do you turn your heat on? I think ours is on. I turned. You think yours? Is on. I had to turn ours on last night. It was sixty three when I was going to bed. I knew how bad it was going to get. Uh, so I hit the switch. Hey, if you've turned the heat on, it's not heating. You don't get that smell, but you know how it smells when the heater comes on. Actually, air to the rescue. Their $69 fall tune-up is available now. They'll come out and make sure your heat's ready to go for the even colder days that are ahead. It's all at Ashley Air. On game day, call the Hogs. When your heat needs repaired, you call Ashley Air. Go to AshleyAir.com to schedule your tune-up. That's AshleyAir.com. Proud sponsors of Razorback Athletics. Brandon says clay you would handle if someone tried to rush the press box right you throw them out or punch them out i'd just stand to the side and let them have it yeah mark i'm talking about let them have the press box not let them have it with a punch um it's yeah if they come running in the press box i'll just stand to the side and let them have it clay would be like bob barker in happy gilmore where he looks old and frail and then you mess with him and he kicks the crap out of you no i don't think so i think my day's of that are over. Mark, I look to you know if somebody's in my fishing spot. I might say something, <laughs> you know, to him. But but I I'm past the point of making a confrontation. You might whack him with the with the fly well, rod. You just don't know who's got a you know you know a, a nine millimeter in their back pocket. So you just just avoid confrontation. Mm-hmm. You know, say hey, this is a good spot. You can have it. Mark says, Tommy, it's equivalent to the idiots who try and feed the bears or the buffaloes in uh, Yellowstone. You, you get, get what, what you deserve, get what right? You des- you, 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 sometimes you can't fix stupid. This is, this is nature's way sometimes of, uh, of correcting things. So if you enter the field and you want to taunt the player that just lost, you got what's coming what to if, you. What about if we beat Auburn next week and I'm taunting our, our Auburn fans and I come back with a black eye? Am I well, getting what's coming to you or, or should we sue them for assault? You got what's coming to you. Keep your mouth shut. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get 
get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Chuck Barrett here. I know a thing or two about making great calls in Arkansas. And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pascal have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pascal protection plan. Call the pros at Pascal and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. Clay, good morning, man. You were telling us during the break about a place on Op Dixon on the square that used to have those delicious waffles and fried chicken back in the day. Yeah, and you got to have the maple syrup. I mean, Tommy's right about that. I mean, you don't. And, of course, I lathered in butter, then the syrup, and then it was bone-in chicken, and it was hot chicken. I, I can't remember the name of the place. I think it was a food truck, and then they kind of made a go of it. It's There's- like... It's, it was just off Dixon Street, kind of behind George's Majestic on the, on the, uh, I guess that would be the east side of the railroad tracks, kind of back in that corner. And it, it was terrific, but, you know, like anything else. But it was bone in chicken. It was bone in chicken. I've never seen bone in chicken. And you could I mean, get, yeah. you could get, uh, I think you got wings, you know, with a mm-hmm. big chunk of white meat on the end of it. And it was so good. Are you talking What's about? The, there's one that sets up in the stadium shop parking lot. Katie's. Lot. It might be the KT, same place. It, it might called? be a truck Katie. truck place now. Yeah, but it, it was this was this was 15 years ago. I mean, that's how you know. I I remember stuff that's you know, Maestri's isn't open anymore. They no. they changed locations and didn't didn't work. Um, and you know, but the Venetian I think still is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yep. uh their fried chicken is 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 really good, but man. If I'm just going to eat fried chicken, I go to Popeyes. <laughs> it's hard to beat, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But there's there's some there's some places in Arkansas that you can go, and you know it's it's fried chicken like Mama used to. Now AQ's pretty good too. I don't know if we're we're just talking about waffles and chicken though, right? That's it's apparently. I don't know too many places that have that. It's apparently chicken and waffles day. Katie K's chicken has been texted. Also, frickin' chicken has been texted. Yeah. But it's probably one of those places. Via the gas, but yeah. Enjoy your fried chicken and waffles today, ladies and gentlemen, because it is National Chicken and Waffles Day. As yeah, Robert, Robert, and uh, from the stadium shop just called me there, saying you know, I took his call, and that's Keith Kidd's trailer. That Katie K's. Yeah, that's. That's good too, Former, but it's uh, different than, than yeah. what I'm remembering. It wasn't Keith's place, yeah. you know, down on off the square, off of Dixon Street. Well, I know every time I go to the stadium shop and they're cooking, I have to fight the temptation to, <laughs> to eat there. I just ate lunch. Um, it. <laughs> well, Clay, I, I want to get your insight. Coach Pittman was talking about not starting the game plan and Auburn too early because they didn't want to 
it did become kind of a lull next week as he described it. So no scrimmaging, the walkthroughs, kind of take our audience behind the scenes and what that kind of looks like. Well, first of all, they have the game plan ready. The the, the coaches are, are on top of that. And, you know, they've got uh, analysts and, you know, GAs that do all the scout. Of course, it's all computerized. So they've got it. They've got all the tendencies and everything measured for, you know, for Auburn. So they will, but you just do a game week, um, and there's no use doing it twice. And when they put it in, but what they're going to work on this week is themselves to polish and, and, and also to rest, rest guys. And they're, they're going to work the young guys that maybe didn't don't get as much time. Maybe they're on the scout team, so they're they're not running Arkansas stuff, and they're that's what they're going to do this week, and and that's usually the way the open day works. I was talking about routine earlier. You know, sports and particularly football, so much about the rhythm of the routine, and you start messing with that, even though you think you're doing right by getting more time, more reps. Messing with that routine's uh, it's a delicate thing. Yeah, and they've got things that they want to work on, and they're they're going to. They're going to work on their coverage skills. I mean, they're going to do those kind of things, you know, that to try to, um, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they get, you know, McAdoo or Embake. Maybe they get those guys ready a little more. You know, they, they, they've been doing, doing it on the fly. Um, but yeah, and, and, you know, they're going to, they're going to get guys in the weight room. And it's, that's, that's the routine that doesn't change. And, but yeah, you're right. Tommy, you know, you don't want to you, – you you put in the game plan this week and it gets stale. You know, you you want that same focus, the Monday practice. Now, they may work on some things that they know they're going to use against Auburn. And, but they're going to work on their offense and they're going to have the young guys that are on the scout team do Arkansas stuff and, and get coached a little bit. And, and I, I think that fires up everybody. Well, and, and to get ready for a game, you got to have a level of physicality. And this is not a week for Arkansas to have a, a Monday and Tuesday that are physical following seven games, being at BYU. I mean, you, you got to have a break from physicality, so you got to break your routine anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you, Tommy. You, you, needed to go to, you needed to go to Utah and get away from Ty. You needed a break from Ty. I mean, and, and that's why you went more than anything, right? Yeah, am, am, I, am I that easy of a scout? You were, you were looking at the film Your and breaking me down. And no, all of my tendencies he, he telegraphed. He telegraphed no, I've it. been there. I've been there. I, I, st- I, didn't even, I didn't even, my eyes never left my, my primary wide receiver. I never looked at the guy wide open in the yeah. flat. Clay had me all so figured out. He gets I, some, only, I only have 30 minutes a week, and that's enough with Ty. He gets some reprieve next week. you 35 to today, by the way, Clay? Could you? I think it'll cost extra. He'll, he'll get some more reprieve we'll next see. week. Going to Auburn. I'm excited about this Auburn trip. Clay, I, uh, Coach was, I think Tom asked him about, he hadn't beaten Auburn yet, and they've only gotten two tries, but everyone knows what happened two years ago. He hadn't beat these SOBs since 2012 on the road in Jordanaire Stadium. It's just a tough place to win. How much do you think that plays into this game this next week? Well, I, I think the opponent, Who's actually on the field is more important than the venue. And Auburn's had good players, and that's why it's been tough. And it won't be as tough this time. They're not as good uh, in the lines. And that's where Auburn was really, you know, I can remember writing this over and over 
the, the guys that they had at defensive tackle and you know they'd have all seniors in the offensive line those are the guys that make your team good and it's that's the SEC and I don't see that people are running you know I watched almost all the Penn State game and they just lined up and mashed on them and that's happened in some other games where they've had trouble stopping a good running game and Arkansas's got that but yeah now if you want to see the game don't go don't go there you know in two weeks you will not be able to see the game from the press box I don't know. Have you been there lately? No, you've told me about it. Tom and others have. I'm they have. They have their press box is now like a double wide trailer, perched on the southwest corner of the upper deck. I mean, you you can't see. Um, we call that a deer blind in Arkansas. It, it's it's not any better than that. I mean, there, there's some deer blinds in Arkansas yeah. that are better yeah. Than, yeah. than that press box. It's you know, they box moved, stand here. <laughs> they, and then Alabama did the same thing, except they made theirs. You know, it was, in other words, they gave the big boosters the, the old press boxes at both schools. I've asked Hunter Yurchek a couple of times, when are you going to do that? Well, we don't have plans to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. so you're not saying never. Yeah. He said, we have no plans to do that. Yeah. They're yeah. reviewing the, the, the architect's drawings as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but those seats are worth 3 or $4 million. Well, they can't move it. Your your last name's on the press box, Clay. You have you own well, that they press can, box. They can move that, they, too. <laughs> they can change the last name to another press box. I mean, that's what they did at Alabama. Uh, they still got all the same pictures and all that kind of stuff the the uh you know what do you call the down history memory lane but but the the alabama press box is actually pretty good other than you're looking into the sun for a 230 game um, for a night game it doesn't matter and for a morning game it doesn't matter because the sun would be behind you but they do play a lot of 230 games yeah. at, at, at bryant denny yeah. that's just their normal starting time because yeah. they're so good all their games you know they play anybody, you know, it's worth a two thirty, you know, start. Um but it's it's the, the the press box at Auburn, it is it is a bad deal. They know it and they almost apologize when you go in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, the first I guess it was three years ago, the first time that or maybe five years ago that I went in there, I didn't realize they had moved it and I just Nobody stopped me. I had my pre- my pass. I went up the same elevator and went into the same old press box, and I saw what they did, and I was like, uh-oh, I'm in the wrong place. I don't know where the right press box is, but this isn't it anymore because there was a buffet that was about 50 yards long. Oh, well, should have helped yourself. Yeah. So let's talk about the things that will matter next weekend more, more than the press <laughs> box, and that will yeah. be who you get back in the secondary. And, you know, both Johnsons, uh, Jaden and, and Kari and um, and Slusher, are the three that everyone's asked about. I thought the it was interesting that the conversation came up about Catalan as well, and maybe getting back for the last two games. In your estimate, Clay, what's the right move for for Jalen Catalan, considering well, redshirt junior could come back another year? I'm not sure about you know maybe getting a hardship year. I'm not sure how all of that would work at this point. But what's the best play for Jalen Catalan right now? Well, you can look at it both ways, and you can look at, well, he hasn't proven that he can stay on the field for a year and he needs to increase his value. And then the other side is to look at, well, 
his body only has so many plays left in him, left in it. So would you go on and try your hand at an NFL training camp? Uh, because you are you you are a risky project. There's not any doubt about that, and there's not any draft value any right now. I don't think. I think he'd be a free agent or, you know, really late. You know, somebody may take a chance because he is really talented. But guys, you know, when I've been around him, he's just not very big, and it just seems like his body doesn't hold up. And I, you know, I, I wanted to think that it was going to be different this year, but it wasn't. I mean, in I didn't even see the contact. I didn't see anything. It just, you know, something tore. And and and, it, and it's can you know he's had an ACL. He's had shoulders. He's had you know hand injuries. You know, it's not just one thing. You know, he reminds me of a guy that I thought was as talented an athlete that ever came through Fayetteville, tight end named Jay Strain, and Jay tore both knees, both shoulders. I mean, it, it was he just. You know, and, and I guess the same thing in, in um, you know, Kobe Burnett was like that, wasn't he, Tommy? And I think he's a, isn't he a, uh, a top in referee now doing football games? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't stay. I mean, it, it, his body just, it didn't work. And I don't, I don't mean, and it, both of those guys had great size. They weren't little people. But it, it just, that's the way it happens sometimes. He's still a large man. <laughs> still to this day, he's tall. You, everybody looks up to Colby still to this. Uh, to this hey, he time. was as good a high school player mm-hmm. as, as I can ever him remember. And, him and Mitch Smothers played together. And I remember having a game where Brandon Allen was on one, one side. One was at Springdale and one was at Fayetteville. And you had the two linemen from Harbor, uh, Smothers and, and, uh, and, and uh, no, I'm thinking of Bray Cook. Then you had yeah. Colby Burnett. I'm, I'm getting my guys mixed up. I, I'm thinking about a game where Brandon and them, uh, Colby came a little bit later in that. But there was no question. Colby's the same way. No question who the SEC prospect out here was on the line. Yeah. When you just physically looked and gave him the eye test. Uh, no question you about know, that. You know, but yeah, he had Cook and Smothers. And Cook's now the head coach at P. Ridge. So. B.A. didn't throw an interception his senior year. Regular season, I don't know. I don't think he threw one in postseason. Mm. They didn't win a state championship, but he did not throw a single interception. He had like they 36 had touchdowns and like epic if you ever get a chance to talk to uh brandon ask him about the finish to the harbor fayetteville game that year they had like two kickoff returns and three long plays in the last two minutes it was an epic finish Two best. it side. was a game that, that nobody was going to lose mm-hmm. there was no loser it, people just took turns winning it i don't even remember who won the game but, just but, the but i just remember the finish two best so. high school games i've ever seen were Austin Allen throwing a throwback bass to beat Benville, who hadn't lost in like a year and a half yeah. under Coach Lunny Sr. The other game was when Tyler went down to Pulaski Academy, Tyler Wilson, and they beat PA in like overtime or, or two overtimes. They stopped them on a two-point conversion. Two best high school games I've ever seen. And yeah. both teams were, I say both, f- all, all four of those teams were littered with college prospects. Yeah. yeah. So. The, the, to me, the game... The epic high school game was, and I can't tell you the year, but it was Mustang's senior year, and it was Little Rock Central beat them in kind of a return matchup, and I think they knocked Mustang out in the second quarter, early in the second quarter, and it was still was just an incredible game. You know, Central got way ahead, and then Springdale kind of rallied with their backup quarterback. That that game was, you know, there was so much buildup to it, and it lived up to. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're from Springdale, you probably didn't like it, but I'm a Little Rock Central guy. Um, there was another epic one between Gus's team at Shiloh versus Junction City 
Oh yeah, way back yeah. in the day that uh, I think it ended up like sixty four, sixty three. It was a basketball score that was a uh, a playoff shootout. Uh, no it doubt, was like the Brigham Young Arkansas game. If you punted, you lost. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much sums it so, up uh, right there. I mean, Brigham Young punted twice. Arkansas punted once. Well, that's the difference in the game. They lost, and Arkansas yeah. still got it at the one yard. The line turnovers one time. were. Yeah, the turnovers were, were part of it, too. I, I, but you I, had to score every time. I don't know who leads the league, who leads the nation. Arkansas surely leads the league, may lead the country, Clay, in getting the ball at their own one. I don't know who's had the <laughs> ball happened. more at the one than yeah. Arkansas, but Arca- it's been three or four times at least this year. Yeah, that's 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 been an interesting aspect about, about yeah. the You know, I really enjoyed watching that game. I sit in my easy chair, my feet were up. And I, I'm not kidding about the best seat in the house is is watching it on a big screen in your living room. I don't, you know, everybody talks about, you know, you can go to Auburn and have a great time. You're going to work, Ty, you're going to work your tail off to get down there. And I'm going to be sitting in my recliner and have anything I want from the refrigerator. But it's, it, I understand why people don't go to games now. I mean, I yeah. This fall has been uh, a revelation to me. I've been a trendsetter for a while on that. I got I got my patio set up with two TVs, and uh, I've been to more games this year than I've been in probably the last three combined. And I feel like I miss I'm missing because I didn't get to see the Alabama Tennessee game like like I wanted to. I didn't. I mean, I just feel like I missed the rest of the college football day by being at a game. Well, am I? Go ahead, Clay. I was going to say the one thing that I you know that I have missed. Is just seeing the guys. You know, everybody talks mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, in football, what do you miss? You know, it's the locker room, it's the guys. Well, the press box is the guys, and you you know that, Tommy and Ty. You know, getting to see everybody and you know, just kind of reuniting. And you know, you you work against people. In other words, you compete against them, but you really don't. You just do your thing. And getting to see everybody. You know, whether it be Scotty and Matt, the guys that I worked with, or you know, or Dudley. Um, Ty. All those, you know, <laughs> I kind of just figure out, okay, which end is Ty sitting on, and then I go around the other end to, to get to my seat. I've seen well, you moving the name cards. Ar- there, Arkansas right? media is a lot more cordial than other competing entities outside the state, and we have that luxury. There's really only a couple riffs here and there. Even the guys that compete are, are nice. But I will say that, so you guys have, have you all seen the movie with Morgan Freeman, Jack Nicholas, Jack Nicholson, Nicholson, and is it The Bucket List? Yes. Like, I don't want to be 67 years old still trying to check off SEC venues no. I haven't been to. I'm 27, taking advantage of it now, a drive here and there, a late yeah. night here and there. Yeah, do it's it not going to affect me. Do it while Uncle Tommy's footing the bill. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger 
for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.